They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness. Talking. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, Ayla Aaron Lawyer. I'm joined by my best friend, my guy, X2 Fly, Eric Trimbicki. How you doing, man? Could be, if I was any better, I'd be you. <laughs> Oh, that, that, always, that always pops me. So, as always, subscribe on all podcast platforms. Bring some collectibles. Use code MMAN to save 10% off your order. So, we're going to get a lot into what's going on on weekly television next week because we got to, we'll talk about going into, going into SummerSlam. But I don't have much. This is more about the Christmas in July that we get every year for, for Comic-Con and just catching up on a few things that we actually watched this week. Uh, I know you got an act course accolade act will be in effect shortly. So, what did you watch or listen to or consume this week? So, I put Monday Night Raw on. I maybe saw about half the show. I fell asleep like three times. And I just woke up, did a lot of driving, had a long work day, bunch of other personal things. Jim had to go help my dad with something. So by the time I got home, I was rewinding and shower, this and that. Um, so I caught a little bit of Raw. Didn't really get to catch NXT. I did want to see what the Judgment Day were doing on there, but I did watch Dynamite last night. Um, good eventful show. Um, but nothing nothing really too crazy in the world of wrestling um, since we've last recorded. Yeah, so for me, I didn't really watch a, mu- a lot either. I what I did see a little bit of Raw for for a couple of things, but other than that, I didn't really pay mu- that much too attention to it. Uh, I, I did more listening to stuff than anything. So I've kind of like tapped out on like a lot of like, I guess, big name wrestling podcasts, especially like Conrad, he, you know, he, he's the pod father. So he kind of like has everybody. And then a lot of the stuff is like redundant. Like you've heard everything for the most part. There's nothing new that really comes out of it. But the one podcast I have enjoyed has been um, Eric Bischoff's Strictly Business version of his podcast. And the last two weeks, he did two episodes that really kind of, like, hit me because, like, you know, like I like listening to that business aspect of the stuff. It's not about what we like. It's about what everybody else is going to like and the business aspect of it. So two weeks ago, he did the WWF Invasion, WWF WCW Invasion storyline. And it was I, I was glad he did it because he almost bought WCW. So he was kind of more in the loop than anybody else that has a podcast, I'll be able to talk about it other, other than probably JR, but from, from but on the w, WCW side, he's the best one to talk about it, especially what he was going to basically reintroduce to the Big Bang. So it was definitely a great listen because, like, there's so many things that we talk about that him and Conrad kind of went deeper into. Like, this is the first time we actually heard this, but Eric Bischoff was actually offered to come in to the invasion angle, but he turned it down because of timing. And things going on, you know, he he didn't really like the way he looked. He had some family stuff going on at the time, so he did turn that down. And then he kind of gave his perspective on what he would actually did. Like he talked about, uh, he would have built it up way longer. He he kind of compared it to Sting and Hogan. It took a year and a half to build. He's like, yeah, they could have got so much out of this, even though it was so a financial success. And for us, we hold it dear to our heart. And like we don't find nothing wrong with it. Like we see, we kind of see, but we still love it. For what yeah. it actually was. It's definitely so, a hindsight thing. Yeah, so, and then I liked his take on it about how he would have booked Survivor Series and he would have had Sting be like, if he had, like, I know he had one thing of saying that he thinks that they could have possibly got Sting. And then after Survivor Series, like, all the things kind of started to fall into place. Like, Ric Flair shows up the night after Survivor Series, he could have been there the entire time. Few months later, we get the NWA, NWA, and NWO at No Way Out. So it's like you couldn't get these guys to come then because the actual invasion didn't feel like WCW. You know, like I said, we loved it as kids, but if you actually were like an adult, it's like what the hell is this? But I do recommend everybody listening to it because it was an excellent episode. So he's get, gave that rundown a few times back on his old show, Eighty Three Weeks. Okay. Um, which I, I don't remember when he exactly did like the brand switch or on the name, but I remember for a while Conrad was no longer um, co-hosting. It was actually the first show of Conrad's I would listen to mm-hmm. for the longest. Um, 
but yeah, it, it was always interesting to kind of like think in hindsight, like, um, how would the invasion have went if he was there? I remember him mentioning, I think he had family stuff going on. And when they reached out, he said, I can't do it now. I think they, you know, it was less than a 24 hour notice. They wanted him to come in on. And then he didn't, he didn't hear from them obviously until he showed up to be the raw GM. Yeah. And I, yeah. So like, it was a lot I felt was really interesting and no invasion was still their highest bought pay-per-view at that point. I believe it was 775,000 buys. That's a lot. <laughs> that 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 was really a lot, and it's like wow, like it was a success for the company, but but what it what could have been, been, what could have been, and then one thing I also thought it was interesting about the interview, he talked about how Kevin Sullivan talked about how Goldberg was originally supposed to be their version of Mike Tyson, not Stone Cold, because at the time WC when Goldberg debuted, WCW was on top. Why would you acknowledge number two? Which was WWF, so which makes a lot of sense. You can talk about the comparisons, how he wears the black trunks, he has the the, the gloves with the um, fingers cut out of it, so he was not quite like Tyson because he can't wrestle in, in gloves like that. But I thought it was a great listen. I recommend that. And then he did an episode about the end, the demise of the NWO, um, where it went wrong, and things like that. Definitely an excellent episode to listen to as well, because he was he he felt that. In 1998, it was time for, to get rid of it, which I found was interesting. But he also said that he couldn't do it because the checks, the cut, the the companies, they, the sponsorships, they kept just cutting the checks. Like you, can't, when they do that, you can't, you kind of, you kind of become a slave to the money, because like you don't want to like, like okay, like this is what's best for the store, but what's best for the company, and that's the double-edged sword you get with. These rest these companies like that, so definitely a good listen. So I that took up most of my time this week, but I am looking forward to strictly business. I think it's a really good show, and I'm also looking forward to NXT this week weekend with a Great American Bash coming up. And uh, you had something you want to talk about with NXT? <clears throat> so, um, I all right. So I actually haven't got to watch this match, and I'm shocked we didn't bring it up. Um, Man, you know, maybe we did bring it up like four weeks ago when they first announced it, but NXT was bringing back Raw Underground and had an NXT Underground match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I, I read about it, I guess, because I think it was like a pre-recorded match, and then I guess they, I don't know, but I remember like something about it was like spoiled on a sheet. Um, was it Damon Kemp and... Gable, I believe, was it Gable Stevenson? No, he was in the other guy's corner. Okay, I'm not sure who the other guy was then. Because I was aware the match was going to happen. I just didn't watch it. Yeah, the other guy, I think he's a Spanish dude. I'm not sure his name. But I was today's years old when I realized Damon Kemp and Gable Stevenson are brothers. I'm today, I'm right now years old. Because I did not know so that. I, I was going to text that in the, the group chat today. And I was like, all right. Like, I'm like, prepping Aaron's got to know this. But then I was like. You know what? There's a chance that they may, I thought there was literally a two percent chance you didn't know. And if anything, I was like, I'd rather pop on the show. Yeah, somehow I don't know how it came up, but it popped up on social media. Um, it was actually a video, and it's probably older, but it was comparing Brock and Gable Stevenson. And it was basically, I guess, like when you know there was the first early buzz about Gable, which I guess probably was pre-COVID. And they're showing clips about like how both of them were in college and how they treated their opponent. And at one point they show a clip and it says whatever Damon Kemp's real name is such and such Stevenson. And it says underneath, it says Gable Stevenson's brother. I was like, wait, rewind. I was like, that looks just like bull. So I rewound it three times and I'm like, wait a minute, had a Wikipedia look it up. I was like, I can't believe I haven't <laughs> seen this be like more well-known. No, I didn't know that. Because Gable it, Stevenson just started showing up on TV. So the funny part about it, the guy who Damon Kemp, and I apologize if I'm saying his name wrong, but um, the guy he was facing at Raw or at NXT Underground, uh, Gable, Gable was in his opponent's corner. And he said to him, he said, if anybody knows anything about him, it's me. So, like, I didn't think nothing about it, but I just thought, like, oh, okay, like, I think that guy's got some type of collegiate, like, background wrestling as well. So maybe that's what he meant. So then, like, when I'm, I'm seeing this couple, this all makes sense now. 
<laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I hope I, I bet there's a lot of people listening right now that are also right now years old to find that out. For sure. And it, uh, Matt Madness, where you you get all the behind the scenes scoop. Then now right. forever. Yeah, so like we talked about, NXT, uh, Great American Match, looking forward to the show. Carmelo Hayes and Dragunov, can't wait to see that on on Sunday. Is it Sunday? Sunday. Yes, it is Sunday. So, there's not, like I said, there's not a lot I want to talk about this week. So, we, the show's not extra long. But Judgment Day and Seth Rollins, love it. Oh, by the way, I, I did watch Seth Rollins on Sneaker Shopping. I thought that was really good. I didn't get to finish it. I'm glad he was in character. I really was, but I did enjoy that as well. But Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, everything's looking good. Judgment Day is on, clicking on all cylinders. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Bloodline is always on, excellent. So there's one thing I really want to talk about before we go and get into Accolade Eck and SDCC. So there's a rumor going around that Cody's next opponent will be Bray Wyatt. Now, we haven't seen Bray Wyatt since March. And I talked about this when Bray Wyatt came back. Do you miss Bray Wyatt or do you miss The Fiend? Because I think everybody missed The Fiend, not Bray Wyatt. So I think you're what are your thoughts on this? I, I think I miss Firefly Funhouse Fiend. I mean, I kind of, and I'm, I'm probably dead wrong in this, but I know, I'm, I don't know, dead wrong is not the right term. When the Firefly Funhouse Blues Clues S character and The Fiend came around, I became a fan of Bray Wyatt. I mm-hmm. ate a lot of crow because day one, episode one of Mad Madness, I wasn't a fan of him. Mm-hmm. Episode 50, episode 100, I wasn't out here clamoring for Bray Wyatt. I've been like thousands of fans. I've been very disappointed by his return. Whatever he's got going on, he's been gone for months four plus months at this point. Um, I mean, uh, whether it's injury, whether uh, whether it's mental health, I don't know. It's gotta be the most lackluster return of all time. I, and then also like, he's got like the worst track record of like, he gets these feuds and lose. Like what's gonna happen if him and Cody feud and what he's gonna go over? Like, no, he's probably gonna lose. I, I don't know. I'm not here for it. I could care less. Put him somewhere else. I, I just could care less. Doesn't he got unfinished business with, with uh, Bobby Lashley? Shouldn't he be worried about that? <laughs> but oh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. So the thing with this Cody thing and this Bray Wyatt thing, like oh, I said, a layup, by the way. <laughs> like I said, um, I'm I never been the biggest Bray guy. I think he looks cool. The idea of it is cool, but as far as like. We talked about this too, like his verbiage. He's like really redundant in his promos. Like he'll say the same thing a bunch of ta- a bunch of times. And to WWE's part, the things he does and did don't don't mean anything because he doesn't win. So that doesn't get allow you to get behind him. Now the stuff that he did when, since he's been back, essentially these one man shows for the most part, because like Elimination Chamber, he comes out, cuts his promo. That takes forever. To get to the ring and he talks in the ring or whatever. This Uncle Howdy thing, complete flop in my opinion. Um, there's a rumor going around that it was supposed to be him, Uncle Howdy, Alexa, and Eric Young as a new stable. But Alexa got pregnant and then Eric Young won it out once Vince McMahon came back. That's the rumor going around. But, like, if there's anything, a time to bring him back, I think it is now because you could forget about all that stuff that they did prior if you bring back a, ver- a version of him as Firefly, Funhouse, Bray Wyatt because Cody's the perfect person to do that against because Cody has all those different rend- versions of himself that Bray Wyatt can actually harp on and play mind games with if he goes back to his Firefly, Funhouse, Bray Wyatt or even cult leader Bray Wyatt character. But so that, when he had the match against the Lights Out Night, that, uh, that was L.A. Knight against L.A. Knight. Yeah, right? uh-huh. That was L.A. Knight. What was he in there? Just Bray Wyatt? Yeah, he was Bray Wyatt. Yeah, like, if he's going to attack Cody, it needs to be the Fiend to come and attack him. Yeah, even like that whole, And we'll talk about that match in a little bit. Yeah, even like that whole, like, setup with the match with L.A. Knight and Uncle Howdy involvement, that, it, it was just strange. It was just a... 
it was nothing really behind it. It, it just didn't it didn't do anything for anybody. And I said, like, I just think everybody was just excited to see uh, potentially the Fiend come back, but it wasn't that. It's just big, but it's a, it essentially turns like a one man show and a bunch of dialogue. But that's not what we wanted out of it. We wanted the the Firefly Funhouse, the Fiend Bray Wyatt. But I do think if he does come back, that's the best way to do it because you can just throw all that stuff, other stuff that he did in the tub, forget about it, clean slate, go against Cody. So that's my opinion on Am I looking forward to it? No. But do I think it can be good? Yes. And before I move on, you talked about Bobby Lashley. I never knew I needed him with the Street Profits or Carmelo and Trick Williams. Well, the, you know, um, I'm way more excited about him with Melo and Trick than the Street Profits. I mean, that was a rumor for a while that, you know, they may be added to the Hurt Business or he'd start some new faction with them. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm open to it, but him, Melo, and Trick, that's got money all over it. I, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. My well, personal five of them together. Well, my personal crazy. pick would be the Street Profits because they've they've been stale for a little while and like they have nothing really to do. And I think they could add a, a lot more to the show, especially with a change up. So that's my personal pick. But I'm looking forward to that completely. Whatever, whatever happens, and I think I hope something really does come up. And I hope it's just not like a, a tease or whatever. Um, so I think. Well, who knows? If this Sunday we get an NXT title change, it could be coming quicker than we think. <laughs> All right, so that's it for what we've been watching and catching up. Before we get to SDCC, we'll talk about the Accolade X segment. It's gold, it's gold, it's gold, it's gold. It's time to go, baby. At Madness Wrestling Podcast, today we talked more about NXT than any other brand essentially <laughs> um so we're gonna go bring it back to the foundation of nxt and we're gonna go to the nxt championship the first design the design that had technically 12 different uh reigns uh 10 different wrestlers held it um the inaugural champion being seth rollins who won a tournament de- defeating jinder mahal in the finals uh, then it ends up with Bobby Roode, who defeats Shinsuke Nakamura. He holds it for a brief amount of time before all the titles were changed. It had nothing to do with Soraya or AKA Page <laughs> or why the titles were changed. I didn't bring that up. But again, 10 different members uh, or 10 different wrestlers had their time with it. Um, it did go from Seth Rollins to then Biggie Langston. Biggie then went to Adrian Neville. Mm-hmm. Neville to Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor. We got a little bit of flip-flop. We got Samoa Joe, Nakamura, and Rude. I don't Mm -hmm. think I've got anyone right in there. But, um, yeah, Aaron, what's your first thoughts when you think of that, the old big X title for the NXT? On the shoulder, hideous. Around the waist, excellent. So, it was definitely different. Like, all in all. Almost like hard to think of like a, about to compare it to um it's definitely one of those the more and more as time goes back by and especially as like nxt has like more of a good period or it, it gets more popular again or like the product's getting good it's one of those i think of it more fondly than i did while it was out because Overall, more than 50% of the champions had some pretty strong reigns. Um, all the title matches usually for it were really good and delivered. Uh, I, I agree with what you're saying. Definitely did was more eye-catching, whether it be around someone's shoulder than in their hands or over their shoulder. Um, and then I guess kind of you, you almost can, can even say that even with, with you know, we always, we're going to get more into figures soon. But even when you think of that, that – like figure in figure form, it looks better kind of around anyone's waist than just them holding it in their hand. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. So your thoughts on your rush? I, so my early thought, I was thinking about this earlier when I was doing my notes. I was thinking, we're. I don't know if our Rushmores are going to come in exactly the same, but I think there's a good shot we're going to have three of the four be the exact same. Um, you want to go first on your four? For Rushmore or who do I think of? Or or you're always going to be the same. Let's go. 
are you going to go for four people you think of or are you going to go like who you think of period i'll think of period okay all right uh, so, yeah go all right so finn balor kevin owens bobby Roode. And my last one, I've been going back and forth with because, like, Joe had it, but, like, Nakamura had it. Nothing really, really came of those reigns. Um, I'm more I'm more biased to the pick them because I wasn't watching when Seth Rollins was champion. I wasn't watching when Big E was champion, so I can't say I think of them because I don't. I just know the few pictures that I've seen. The only, like, I did see Big E beat Seth Rollins, like, when it happened. Yeah, but other than that, like I don't really have a connection with Big E or Seth Rollins as the NXT champion, so I'm gonna go with Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, and I'll probably have, I'll probably have to go with Joe. So, I was right. Um, our lists are very close, and we do have three of the four same. Um, so kind of, and I'll get, I guess you can add some thoughts to it after, but definitely who I think of overall would be Balor. He definitely, I mean, he's arguably the greatest NXT champion, period. And he's held both versions, obviously, a long extended period in between. Um, but strong championship matches. Um, the second person that not only comes to mind, but also my number two in the rush more for that belt would be Kevin Owens. Um my third, I'm going for the Rushmore because those two are really the ones I associate that belt with. Um, so I go Balor, I go Owens, I'm going Joe. Um, I, to me, I think of Joe more with that belt than I do think of Rude. And then I don't know. I, I, I don't think I really was on the Bobby Rude train fully while he had that belt. And it's so hard. I like There's a part of me that wants to put uh, Sammy in that fourth spot. And then like, it's almost to me, like it, according to Wikipedia, he had the belt for 62 days. I feel like mm-hmm. he had it for three weeks. Um, same thing. Well, hold up. 62 days. Huh? Let me see. Well, yeah, it was a takeover. So he went in at our evolution and he lost it, lost it at, um, what's that damn pay-per-view yet? Three. Rival. Yeah. So I'm um, a little bit of a, you know, Three three weeks versus eight weeks, but mm. yeah, it, it, it was it was a quick turnaround. Um, I, I almost you know I, I would have to go Nakamura or Zayn in there for my fourth. Um, I, I'm probably just going to add a principal, put it to Sami Zayn, just because he was the you know the heart of NXT for so long and refer to that. But I'll put uh, Sami in there as my fourth spot. Is that your Rushmore too? Uh, that's my Rushmore. Okay, because. I- so mine, that's going to be my Rushmore too. Because it's hard, like, with Nakamura and Joe, like, they they had it a nice amount of time. But, like, they were a part of that kind of that dull period in NXT as far as, like, weekly television. Like, the takeover is always delivered. But, like, as far as the weekly product, that's when it kind of got a little stale. I think a lot of us did start to lose interest. But I can't take away that they had that belt for a long period of time. And, yeah. like, that Sami Zayn reign, like... You said, like, it was three months, well, two months, but it felt like three weeks, like you said. Mm-hmm. He won in December, lost in February. And now Kevin Owens is only one reign, but that reign was epic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, he he really legitimized the belt. Um, and then, you know, he legitimized it, and then Balor wins it, and then Balor brings it, you could argue, to another level. Um, but also, like, you know, I, I feel like because – Obviously, everyone remembers Sammy wins the belt. Very emotional moment. And that was also the same night Kevin debuted. So, I mean, I think it was, it was the first takeover I watched in its entirety. So, I just remember watching it. I remember, wasn't it? I think it was on a Wednesday back then. So, I just, yeah, everything about it. Like, I, I, I remember that really being, like, my first taste of NXT. Um, and then I guess also why I have to have Joe in there is also I feel like Arguably, that's his outside of commentary. That's his best work in, in WWE altogether mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Like, because what he, if he so he held the NXT title twice and he held a US title probably once. And what else did he accomplish? I think yeah. probably nothing. It, it was once obviously, or twice, yeah. Obviously, he had like you know the rub with Brock, he had some cool mic work, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, he his most dominant crap he did. Um, it's funny, you know, when we we're just talking about Bray Wyatt, we bring up Eric Young. Like, obviously, Eric Young, the only thing that was really memorable was 
his um, his sanity uh, faction and you know what he did with that and in war games and everything. But I always, whenever I think of Eric Young, I always think of like his debut and like the promo with Joe and going back and forth and them having like title like a combo a promo about like their past mm-hmm. and collecting belts. But yeah, that's why I definitely had to get Joe in my Russian war. Yeah, but we we both do have him there. And I think that's a good list. Like, you can't go wrong with the, like, we, you said we will have the three, but you can't go wrong with the last one. But, but I think we did a good job with that list. Yeah. We, we definitely um, redeemed ourselves after last week. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a debacle, but we recovered nicely. I'll give you that. We did recover really nicely. All right. So, Christmas in July. SDCC was last, was last week. Now, as always, when we see these things hit our IG feeds, like we're always excited. So, since the dust is settled, how do you feel about this year's reveals compared to others? Man, 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 man. So, the, the Mattel line... The Mattel brand, what they do with WWE figures is undefeated, and it always. <laughs> I mean, I, I almost feel like it's one of those things that, like, you know, you know, as like collectors, like we definitely, and like you know, we we see other people that we do deals with frequently in, um, in groups, and when they talk about it on other figure like podcasts, and you see like. I, you know I love Star Wars, but I don't collect the lines. And, like, certain times I see, like, Black Series figures. I'm like, man, these are so good. Like, I know what's kind of going on in there. I feel like w, the, the WWE Mattel line doesn't get enough outside credit of, like, how amazing it is. Um, I, am I off base for saying it might be the best year of reveals ever? Really? I don't know. I, um, I guess I have mixed emotions. So, because... How many times have we done this in the past? Four years, five years, six years? And I'm just like, I want everything. I want so much. <laughs> I'm trying to do such a better job of like cutting back. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you recall, but last week you did your normal question. You always ask, what, what are you hoping for? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said two things, but I know there was one thing I really wanted, which I had somewhat intuition because I wanted it for a while, but I saw Foley was going to be on the panel. And I literally had one big wish and I got it. Um... I think I have one complaint only, and I think, I mean, oh, you know what? I feel like there's, I have a few little nitpicks. Um, I was trying to remember. Do you feel like there was anyone that they didn't make a figure of? They're like, oh crap. Um, no, I, I, I don't think so. Yeah. So I'm, um, like, I know. And it's funny, you know, like I, I said it, like I'm the least one ever. Like you and Prep, I feel like would always get a little more upset about like a face scan. Like I don't think Mello's face scan came out great. Um, however, like like you even said, oh, if he's got the glasses on, like it, it, it's fine. Um, but like if Mattel puts out 100 different figures in a year, I think at max four figures, maybe the face isn't perfect. I feel like everything else is – they usually do such a damn good job. Um, and, and again, nitpick wise, I'll say it early. Uh, I was, we were talking about the fiend. This guy's getting an ultimate from that. Pl- yeah. If I had a complaint, I'll say that. Yeah. And what's say it again? No, if I had to make a complaint, it was that, but yeah. yeah. Like this guy had two fiend ultimates and he's gone. The second one came out while he was gone. He comes back, has two matches on TV, I think. And we're getting a fig from one of them. It's. I don't know. Pretty silly to me. Did he even have two matches? It might. I can only remember one. Maybe he had two live matches plus this, or maybe one live event plus this. Um, and then, as great as a lot of them are, I, I we can all say, look, if the Mattel line started in 2010, have we seen a lot of rock figures? Of course. A lot of Cena figures? Of course. Ray left for several years. A lot of Ray figures? Yes. Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man? Yes. 12 Mattel Hulk Hogan's revealed. <laughs> I mean, I get it. 
he was gone for four or five years from the brand. He wasn't with Mattel from day one. We only had four elite style figures of his and maybe four basics prior to that. But 12, 12, <laughs> I think eight, eight are in the elite slash ultimate line. I mean, yeah, I just, yeah. Like, come on, scatter these out. I, like, I, I, made, I feel like I made this joke last year. I feel like they're like almost guaranteeing that this guy steps in shit again and is like banned from being like getting a figure made of him. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts and I actually want to go back to his figures after. Well, for me, like, so last year when we did this, I gave you kind of like a, a list of what, when I listed everything about like, okay, what I'm getting. Um, and like when I went through the stuff for this year, I'm like, you know what? There's not, I don't think there's. A, I think I don't have, remember the exact number of what I said I wanted last year, but I think this one might be less. I think. I feel like that in ways, but I also feel like that's good. Oh, it, it is. Oh, it is excellent. But I do. I was like, you know what? That is good. They hit that out the park. But am I going to get it? I don't think so. And we'll kind of get to that shortly. Now, as far as the Hogan's, I didn't count the Hogan's. Well, how many Hogan's are we going to be? Um, I, I'm I, good with the ones I, I, I have. Um, we'll Luke, talk about one that I want somewhat shortly. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say I saw like a collage of like all the all the um, you know, the different Hogan somewhere. I was like, Gee, you know what? There, here we go. Not too much of a surprise. Just going over overboard with it. No, they sell, but like. We'll, we'll actually get into it right now. So we'll start with, you know, we'll start with what we saw last week first as we uh, we, were, we were recording. So we'll start with Ultimate Series 19, Bianca Belair from Hell in a Cell last year, 2022. Kurt Angle with the cloth singlet, and you can take the singlet is removable, so, he just, so he's just in the trunks. This is not No Mercy 2000, though. This is... It's not. I was very shocked because the No Mercy 2000, he wore blue a blue singlet. This is a red singlet. He wore he debuted this attire at Unforgiven 2000, but he defended the WWF title with this at Survivor Series against the Undertaker. So I'll call it a they Survivor Series. They do his Series. 01 gears dirty. They do. Arguably so, his hottest point. Well, 2000, I'm sorry. I know, I know you just okay. say 2000, but I'm just saying like, I saw there was somewhere um, I think we were sharing it in in the group chat recently, but it was an unreleased figure because I guess like when he like didn't sign his um, ledges deal, but they were gonna do um, I guess Unforgiven 01, the pit in Pittsburgh when mm-hmm. he won the title, mm-hmm. like they were gonna do that. Like the figures would be crack, would be fire, need it. Yeah, so I was a little bit upset about that, but I'm still gonna pose it with the crying on his knees. Holding the belt, I'm still going to do that. And we talked about the Bobby Lashley last week with the U.S. title. I don't associate him with the red and yellow gear, but you did make a good point with that. But maybe maybe they were thinking about Hogan and they did that. <laughs> but I'll get I'll get over it though. I can I'll I'll deal I'll deal with it. And then we also we had Elite 105. We saw EO Sky, Dirty Dom. Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, Johnny Gargano, Carmelo, which looks good with the glasses only, and Braun Strowman. Just Melo and Scott for me. That EO is incredible. Do I need Dom? I don't know yet. <laughs> but he's been excellent. But the guarantees are Melo and Scott. EO is on the, like, EO, like, that could, that could be in the figure of the year list. It really can't. But that even her last and her first one, one was so good. The first one was excellent. So the hard one with like stuff like her, at, like uh, with a lot of a lot of these characters is going to be like, do I want multiples on that? So yeah. That's going to be a big thing with me for modern day guys going. Mm-hmm. I got to get like more strict about that. I, like I just sold two Rollins and it wasn't easy because I was like, I wasn't a Rollins completist per se, but I was freaking close. Mm-hmm. And I like just pulling on like two out of the line wasn't an easy pick. Um, Dom's the only one I know out of that line. I'm gonna like Dom and Steiner. I think are gonna be the two for me. 
Yeah, same. Yeah, Steiner and Mello. Like, uh, I, I guess one of the Mellows I'll go with too. Yeah, and Dom is up in the air because I don't ha- I don't have a Dom, but he's been so hot, and I I, I kind of owe it to him to get one. And he, then, he's lucha libre ass, so I'm, <laughs> I got to be completest. All right, and then uh, for also last week, I think I think that was it for last week for the stuff that we knew we were getting. So I'll start with. Oh, we also talked about this last week, the WrestleMania 10 2-pack HBK and Razor. We talked about that. I canceled my order because it was the Royal Elites, not Ultimates. And I'm not sure. Did you keep it? I did not pre-order it, um, but I'm going to get it, especially because also it looks like Amazon is saying, advertising that it's supposed to deliver on my birthday. <laughs> more, more reason to even do that. Plus, so, I, I um, outside of basics, I am a Scott Hall completist. Okay. So that that's a must have. Okay. So we also so we also and we also saw the Royal Rumble lineup. We got Beth Phoenix, Batista, Brock Lesnar in that lineup, and there's a build of Virgil and Ridge Holland is the other figure. Uh, you know, I love a good build a figure set. I think that is skip worthy. Yeah, I I, I agree. The whole thing. Like I don't know about Virgil's matches necessarily. Would it be cool with a million dollar title? Yeah, yeah. Not only, and it looks like that's um, that two pack is temporarily off of Amazon. By the way, it'll go back up. Don't need yeah. to worry about it. And then, so we'll jump to some Target exclusive. This is actually already hidden. Then now, forever together, four pack Hogan with the green belt. Rocky Maivia, Stone Cold from WrestleMania 38, and Becky Lynch from WrestleMania 38. So that's them. Who'd she face? Bianca. Bianca? So this is this when her arm got hurt and then she no, that wasn't it. Mm-mm. She was so healed. So she she did she go in as champion? Yep. And lost. Yep. Okay. Um, what's your thoughts on this pack? Um, I think yeah. it's nice. You just like Becky, really. If you were to if get I it. were to buy anything, it'd be Becky, but like I still have the ultimate Becky, um, but like this, we talked about current people and like the renditions of themselves, like like the whole big time Bex thing. Like this is something I could kind of do without. But I do think this is like a really good version of her to have. If you don't, have, if you're not, if you're not a Becky completist or just want one more, maybe if you're an era person. But if I was to buy this, it'll be just for Becky. So. Being the fact that they fixed the big green, I'm I'm gonna get this. <laughs> um, I hate. I'm probably gonna have to uh, hunt down a, a Kevin Owens. I'll get this for the Owens Austin matchup. Plus, yes, I'm sure there's hundreds of Austin Mattel completists. I, I think besides his legends, like the early legends, early legends and All Star, I think I have all his elites. Really. Doesn't really make too much sense to me either, but I think I do. Um, so I'm definitely getting this. Literally, the least most exciting thing to me is the Rocky Maivia. Not that it's not an awesome figure. I have the Target exclusive. I love it and don't need two of them. Um, and I see this is where it also gets like weird. Like maybe they'll argue that like, and I don't even know if I would agree with it. You could say that maybe this head scans better. This probably has the double elbow to joint, but like. This is maybe where I'm like too nostalgic, and I th- I think they were talking about this uh, in the major pod recently. But like, when I already have that Target one, and I have that like memory of like shopping for it and buying like four of them in Target, flipping two of them like early, and then selling one during like the like early pandemic, and now just having my one, like, don't I want to keep that one? I have the memory, and when if I bought this, wouldn't I just want to sell this? I guess is my theory. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, the, but cool pack. Yeah, especially like like I know Myers talks about this. It's like the update is always fun to have. Yeah, I mean, like in this case, like I, you know, um, in the Legend series where you're gonna get like the the greatest hits Legends, and you're gonna get that Bulldog. When they were they were going over, so there's several different critiques about the Bulldog. But like this Rock, I don't know. I think extra hands, the joints. And maybe the face being a little different. I think those are the only changes. And to me, that that OG is just better. Okay, so we'll go back to Hogan again. There's a 40th anniversary three pack. We have 
80s Hogan with the 86 title, Hollywood Hogan from NWO, and Hulk still rules Hollywood Hogan from 02. Now, AA Freedom was all over this 02 Hogan. It's wrong. Talk to us. So, the, it comes with two soft good shirts. One, So, the Hulkamania shirt in 02, there was no yellow Hulkamania shirt. It was red. What I would almost guess, Mattel's probably released. I guess, didn't they release? I guess they did a red one with the Mr. T. Did that Ultimate Hogan from that series come with the red one? Uh, I think so. What I would almost say, like, McKenna was doing, like, the mashup and be like, all right, well, we haven't given you a yellow soft good, so here, this is a good place we can just sneak one in. Well, the, the yellow, there is a red one with that with that one. But also, there's a yellow one with the fan takeover one. So they do have a yellow one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the same? Is that the same style? Sure. Yeah. I guess it is, yeah. Yep, the tearaway. Yeah, so. And also, speaking of the same pack, is that head scan stuck with that thing in his mouth? Or can yes, that thing he, come he, out? Yeah, no, I believe it's what stuck in his mouth. Pause. Because um, he did have the bandana in his in his mouth when he cut promos. Interesting. Yeah, but like that kind of like got me. And then I was comparing it to the Elite 91. There's no difference except like the small difference is, of course, the goatee. Five o'clock shadow. The, the shadow. And then the weight belts are different colors. And then, of course, the soft good shirts because you get two shirts. 91 but- had the, the knee brace and this one doesn't. If yeah, if you care about the knee brace part, but like it was pretty much identical, same scan. Um, the has, has the Hulk still rules bandana though, but the shirts right. are, are wrong. So technically, so we just talked about the then now forever pack. We're now talking about this three packs. So technically, we're halfway through four of his eight. <laughs> um. I just got it. I don't know. I mean, I don't. All right. Is this like I've been wanting to pose this and like in like some different groups to almost like this is where I know I have like a, a serious problem. <laughs> Arguably, is he like is he not the most toyetic person? Other than him and Rey Mysterio. But that's like that's expected. That's, that's all they put out. So. Trying to think, because you know I've cut a bunch of warriors a few times. I tried cutting Macho Man's; it hasn't necessarily happened. Actually, it did. I I sold the DM, and I regret doing that. Hogan, I've never gotten rid of any. I thought about doing it back when he just had the four figures. Then when he got re-signed, I was like, I might as well keep them. I don't have Mister America yet, and I still don't have the War. Oh, really? Yet. You don't? Have, you didn't get Mister America yet? I just haven't seen it in the wild. Okay. I know it'll be possible. It's I good. Think my, I think like my best like thing is I will not be strict or needing a chase with that. But like I almost for some weird reason am like this is a guy to complete. Like he's so accessible to be a completist though. Because well like his four ones that should be expensive – I got them when they came out, maybe got them on clearance, had doubles or triples of most of them, still have my original Lucy's of them. But, like, isn't it weird? Like, I, I guess it, I posed the question. Like, is there anyone that, like, you're kind of not a fan of that, like, and I know our, our collecting stances are a lot different, but, like, I could give two shits if this guy's ever on TV again. Do I ever want to get one of his figures signed? No, not really. Like, not in my like not my personal heart Rushmore, but like to have his figures, I feel like is just how do you not? Yeah. Or, or or like I feel like it like isn't it isn't it weird? I know this is like my own mental problem. Like I love it, like it's so easy and almost I think it's picture perfect loose. Um, you know we were talking before we started recording about your you know how you're going to set up your new display, but like I feel like a Hogan and then if you organize them in the evolution of his career. Man, is it going to look awesome when the, the way they're shitting out Hogan figures, you can do his full career. So you mean? So do you mean like? Because we talked, we talked about how I would do the if I how I display him. What do I do him by? 
person or doing by error? So were you talking about have him like lined up just him or like if you go into different sections, like he's in w, um, gold so era, WCW era. For for someone section. like for someone like a, a Hogan, a Cena, a John, uh, I'm sorry, a Cena, a Seth, Ray, I feel like those are great people that you could be a completist of. And it looks great to see the evolution of the character. I think the same thing with like a Macho Man, the Hardys, the Mattel Hardys, um, you know, Ultimate Warrior. Like a sting, we got a little teaser. There's not enough sting figures, but the Hogan, I, I do think that's going to be something I'll, I'll reset up at some point and have it. Think it's going to be. I mean, again, with how they're crapping out 12 figures of him uh, this year, I think it's going to be an easy one to almost do. And I just think it is. That's literally why I say he's got to be the most toyetic. Mm-hmm. So as far as that pack, I'm I'm up like I'm up in the air. If I like, and also. This one doesn't come with shades. The 91 did. Now, I can always, if, if I were off the 91, I could always keep the shades, but I got to lower the price because it's not, it's not complete. But I'm still up in the air about, about the pack. Because anything else, it, I would just sell it. And then also, I guess what, this is technically the second end of, uh, well, yeah, so this would be like, in a grand scheme, this is the fourth NWO Hogan. The Ultimate had an NWO shirt. This one has the Hollywood shirt. We had the ringside with the Wolf Pack. And then, wait, I'm sorry. Did the Ultimate have an NWO shirt? It did. You're right. It did. So NWO shirt. And then the WrestleMania 18 had an NWO shirt as well. So, I mean, this is kind of, this is really knocking right on that Storm Collectible Hogan Mm -hmm. or the original Storm Collectible Hogan, the only one I had. Um, I mean, that's it is funny because, you know, obviously I know it's great. I do think a big thing missing since we do have that same, that uh, WrestleMania three Hogan belt. We got that, which only came with the defining moment figure. Um, you know, we've had enough big golds, but your Hollywood Hogan should have came with the undisputed. That is the really thing. Mm-hmm. Only thing that would, you could argue you should have put a belt with all three figures, but I mean that undisputed would have really set this figure, this whole pack off. Yeah. Now I'll have an extra one for him because, um, I didn't, cause I put the belt on my ultimate Eddie. So we told about how the chest was too big, the torso, the waist is too small for the belt. It's like he's like, he, like, like the and belt. And that pisses me off. Cause Mattel me has crazy. two different cuts of that. I know. So like, I'll have to, Find the shorter version of the belt to put on. Like this is like that's wild. Another reason why you'll need uh, this Hogan. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll I'll do some maneuvering. So we have that three pack, 40th anniversary pack. Now we're gonna go to the Monday Night Wars. So we saw we saw. Yeah, the Scott Hall might be done and almost ready to go. So we saw Scott Hall, Kevin at, Scott Hall from. The jump in the barricade, Kevin Nash's Nitro debut, and Hogan's debut as Hollywood Hogan in the NWO. I know all three probably a good go for you. Me, I think I'm good. Uh, for sure. That's Scott Hall's figure of the year whenever it releases. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good on that one. Silly. Because, <laughs> like, I, I already have the. Uh, the I, don't, this, I don't think I need this a This is me, night two, WrestleMania in Philly. This is how <laughs> I'm dressed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you're, you're in the gym for a reason. I am in the gym for a reason. Uh, and we also saw... We My also, hair is growing for a reason. And we also... And also, those are going to build a figure for Lex Luger as well. And we also saw the defining, the Ultimate Edition Monday Night Wars Bret Hart and Roddy Piper as well. We saw those Bret for me because I got I, I off the other one. Yeah, I look. I look for. I mean, the they're they're both awesome. The Brett and and the Roddy. Um, still kind of surprised they're doing a WCW Roddy, but I guess it's technically gonna be a second because we'll probably get that uh, Coliseum, Coliseum collection by mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, which is good for me because I sold all my Roddies by accident uh, within the last year, so it works out. I might have one. And then we have Monday Night War. Ultimate Wave 2. We got Eddie Guerrero, WCW Cruiserweight Champion, and Mankind from the best Raw ever. 
We'll come with the soft goods shirt. Hopefully a Sako because I lost my Sako for my elite. So hopefully both, both, both are no brainers. Both. B O F F. Both. So we're in agreement on that one. And then I mean, arguably Eddie Guerrero and Mankind are in my Rushmore of figure collecting. <clears throat> then we got Monday Night War Wave 2. We got Triple H. Fake Diesel. And I talked about the Kevin Nash already with the interchangeable heads. And we have, I never thought they would do this, Devil Horn Rey Mysterio. I am torn. Fire. And it comes with the overall, the yellow overall. Mm-hmm. I am torn. On what? About that red. It's fire. It is. I'm torn, though. I was like, I never thought I'd see the deck. But he'll, he'll be the only one I grab, but... The, well, the Triple H I didn't need because I already got Triple H in this outfit in like 27 colors. But I'm going to have to buy that. Fake Diesel is awesome. I got – I sold a few ca- canes, but I think overall I sold a really good cane collection to have Fake Diesel to be like right after the Isaac Yankum when you have all my canes set up. This Kevin Nash is a no-brainer. Maybe I need two. Um, and I need I need them because we need a build, Mr. Theodore. I don't Uncle have Teddy. him built in a suit. Um, now, actually, I started thinking about it because I have so many ref figures. I think the only one I'm – not that there's a lot actually in existence. There's a Batista, I think, in like literally the first 10 series that came with a ref shirt. I don't have that. And there was a Shane McMahon basic. So if I'm going to be a ref completist, I might get a little backtracking to do. <laughs> All right. So you see, yeah, that Ray, it looks good. It really does. I, was, I popped huge for that. Uh, and then we had – WrestleMania Heritage series. We got John Cena, The Rock from WrestleMania 20, from WrestleMania in New York 29. Pat McAfee and a re release of Trish Stratus. Burnett, Brunette, Trish Trish Stratus. Inaccurate Trish with a bell, because this is based on 27. Mm -hmm. But they messed up when they did that in the Hall of Fame. Um, I got, you know, we were. Bill Nicholas. Yeah, we were at NOLA, so I'm going to buy all these, and then I'll figure out what I'm going to do with them. Pat McAfee's the standout in this line. I really wanted to get the basic just because, but now I'm happy I can skip it. Um, This is fire. All right, then we get into Elite 106. We got Paul Barrow, who is the chase. Sami Zayn. Big as a house. Sami Zayn, Roxanne Perez, Chad Gable. Definitely going to get one of the bearers. Um, I'm really growing up. Uh, wait, maybe I need both bearers because, yeah, different hair colors. Yeah, yep. might need both. Um, the blue one, the blue suit, that's more of a 97. Yeah, it's a cane esque. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll probably go bearer. If, is Zane? Did, I feel like it's not complete. Like it depends if he's got a, a bloodline shirt. Well, that is Sammy Usa, Sammy Zane from the bloodline era. Yeah, so it'll be Zane, both bears, Roxanne Perez, maybe. That's it. Yeah, Sammy and Roxanne for me, but I think that Roxanne looks really good. I know it's just a three D render, but I think they're gonna like. I think they're gonna nail her likeness. I bet you do think that. So, but Sammy, mainly for me, Roxanne, possibly. All right, we got Elite 107, Finn Balor from Judgment Day, and updated Solo Sokoa already with the correct towel for his head and Simone Spike thumb. Did you uh, get his first Elite? No, I did. I'm going to wait now. Yeah, at this point, right? Yeah, I'm going to wait. It's hard. I don't know. Undertaker from Raw 30, Otis, Grayson Waller, who was a chase, and Cora Jade. So, just solo for me, and maybe Cora Jade. Yeah, I'm just I'm just solo on that one. All right, then we got Elite 108. It's mostly clay renders. We got L.A. Knight, Omos, Terry Gordy, and Chelsea Green return to the line, who is the chase. Chelsea all day for me. Of course, you'd go that <laughs> route. Uh, I'll probably get one of them. I did get both the basics. I'm not sure which one I want. Uh, I got to get the more colorful, not the blue one. Yeah, 
I, th I think you're right on that one. So I'm with you on that one for Chelsea. And then we got we don't have the whole set lineup set lineup yet, but Elite 109, Bailey, Damian Priest, and Seth Rollins with the new World Heavyweight Championship. Obviously, Seth and Bailey. It's a no brainer. <laughs> Damian Priest. I don't know if we are if you is this, that's the same line we're talking right now, right? 109. Yeah, that's. I mean, the ones that revealed are all definitely going to be go fors. All right, then you got a Simone Young Rock three pack with high, the High Chief Rocky Johnson and the Rock in the cargo in the khaki shorts and button up with the loafers. Put the Wild Simones in the greatest hits line <laughs> ASAP so I can rebuild my uh, Simone Dynasty. Not, not I'm gonna have to go get a. I'm gonna have to go get a Royal Rumble Umaga because I sold his first that, eight. That's a display. In a showcase by that family itself, yeah, for sure. I like. I don't have. I don't have a lot of them, like especially the older guys, like the, the Simone, the Wild Samoans. Or I have, yeah, they're gone. I do. I do have his dad's first elite. I I kept. I kept that one because when I started doing cuts, like I was like, oh, I don't really need the. I don't know. Actually, I let. The, I sold the Samoans way before. But um, me and Teen were already hooked on the show, so I was like, I gotta keep it. And especially if the box is gonna be like themed after the show, that's a that's a YouTube video Valentina unboxed for sure. <laughs> yeah, but like that rock, like even like after that, like because you thought it was from a different promo. I thought it was from him join, uh, turning heel and joining. Yeah, and, and then and I, was, and I was like, no, that's from a studio shot, which is excellent. But we don't have a block logo IC belt in figure form. We yeah. don't, but we do have a purple. <coughs> we, we, we never I don't have, you have that one. I don't have that one. Yeah, so only released in one figure. Yeah, so that's interesting. I'm a pass, but I thought it was great. I really did. Um, and speaking of the speaking of the Rock of the Nation, I found myself in the wild. Did you get it? Yeah, I did. I, I was so just... I forget. You're not getting the, the chase, right? No, I'm good. I it's almost called you. Thing. I saw the chase. I was going to get it, and I was in a rush. I was like, I had that. And the the Target exclusive Adam Cole in hand. I was like, you know what? I don't got time for this. No, I was good. I appreciate it, but now I'm good. I, I kind of like, I hold him more with the European. Like, it's it's small differences, but like the chest protector and those tights was like his first reign as a European champion. The chase, the, the old of his first elite, this newer elite, which is of the chase, it's like a 99 version. So I thought that. Yeah, so I guess this is yeah, it's like post nation. And did he still have the chest protector? I guess technically, right? No or no? Um, not for long. Tell, tell me if I'm wrong. You know what I kind of think of with that figure? I think of it almost take the project projector off as a ruthless aggression figure. It's not because he went from to a singlet. Oh, with shorts or so long? Shorts. Oh, all right, all right. You won this round. Yeah. So, but that one is like Stunt a ninety-nine D'Lo Brown, uh, a ninety-nine D'Lo Brown. Like he wore, he was done with a chest protector around that time. But I'm I'm good with his his first elite and then this one for the nation. So I'm looking forward to put those together. I did find myself in the wild. All right. So now we are at the Coliseum collection. We got the Heart Foundation. Glad I sold those uh, elites when I did. So this is a grab for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, the, if they would have greatest hits, these two, and I, maybe I randomly would have got them, but the fact that they're ultimates, yeah, I just – I think they're, they're pretty cool. Um it's arguably one of it was arguably I know that the scans that are coming with it a lot of people are complaining about they complain about Brett's scan more than anyone in the world but I did think it was one of his like better elites overall whether you, you think of him in that early run um so yeah I, I look forward to having this figure I don't want to say again but I do look forward to having it then we got the elite top picks 2024 and that's going to be wave one and that's going to be John Cena, Roman Reigns, and Hell in a Cell 2022 Seth Rollins and the Polka Dots. Fire. It was fire. Don't need it or any of these, but that, I can't front that was fire. Yeah, that 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 sucks. It, I will, you, you didn't get any of the defining moments, right? No. Did you? Um, 
I did not, but I plan to eventually. So, um, yeah, that's going to go great with the Cody. Going to need that. And then we also talk about your highly anticipated three faces of Foley three pack. Hopefully this is the finale because this is the highlight of the show. Um, I mean, I actually I haven't done it just being lazy and I don't have the fees on display. But I've always assumed since I bought multiple of the ECW ringside cactus, I just figured, you know, you could take that soft goods ECW shirt off and it's close to a WCW cactus. But now I'm actually getting one um, fire this brown uh, debut mankind. I think it's could argue it's different enough. I mean, I'm different collectors. I mean, I'm not going to be getting rid of any elite style Foley's. Um, and then they knock dude love out of the park. I mean, really, in my opinion, this set was made to finally perfect and correct dude love. Um, still think it should have been an ultimate for him at some point, but I don't think that's going to happen now. Um, this sets fire. This is definitely a one to rock, one to sock. Got to see my boy get this signed. Yeah, and luckily for me, it's going to be probably in that three package box because you could actually buy them individually off a of ringside. Yeah, and that's should what be I interesting. Did. Just mankind. I got, I just got mankind and dude love. I'm gonna swap the ones I have out for the newer ones, especially that do, especially that dude love. That dude love is way beyond what leaps the original, and bounds. The original one was. All right, so. I believe that's it for WWE. The main thing, I, well, I guess we probably did. Never mind. We will. I'm probably thinking and this is probably stuff that we forgot to mention, uh, or that we did mention last week. But I guess we talked about the Yokozuna Ultimate. Yeah, because I remember saying mm-hmm. no butterfly joints. But yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, and then AEW did make an appearance. <clears throat> they showed off a couple things. They showed off the brand new Supreme CM Punk, and as, like I said, I'm like, okay, CM Punk. AAW figure might show up in the WWE section of my shelf. It just might. Now, why do you say that? Is it because, because of- like his his first Money in the Bank elite from like Elite Sixteen? Like we've come so far from that. As far as like scans and figures, it's like yeah. But this the, is like, are you trying to say like this looks like that? No, I'm saying what I'm saying is like I think the AEW f- fig- version of him are better likeness, okay, than the elite version of him. And are you just not going to have in your display an AEW setup? Well, because I, of- see, I, well, this is the thing. Okay, so I have the Walmart one, which is the one in tights, which would go to the WWE section. But he flip flops between trunks, tights, and long tights, pretty often. So. I can kind of pick and choose which one I have. Like I have the one with the pants or, and I have the one with the trunks. And then when I get this, I'll just have another one in trunks, but I could put by the Walmart one, possibly in the WWE section because the guy doesn't, he looks the same. <laughs> it's not like he looks older. He has gray hair or anything. He looks the same. Well, yeah, it's definitely gray beard now. I don't, I mean, this figure doesn't, isn't necessarily in these render pictures. It's not depicted. Well, well even, much. even the, the ones that released already, like there's no gray hair on them. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. He still looks the same. Hair is still slicked back. So there's a chance he might show up in WWE section, but that's Supreme. That is on my list for sure. And we also got another another Malachi Black. The first one is actually really, I don't own it, but the first one from everything I've seen looks really good as well. I'm surprised. I thought you did get that one. No, I didn't. And then we saw from the Unrival collection, we saw that we saw Pac. Death Triangle. De- Death Triangle, thank you. Death Triangle, Pac, Lucha, and the Lucha Bros. Debut of, uh, we're getting international title. And, and the six man, and the trios. And the trios titles. So, the thing with Lucha Bros, like, I tried to pull the trigger on the Supremes, but I just couldn't do it in my head. Because, like, I look, I look at the first Pentagon, and that figure is amazing in black and white. It, like, that's how I, I, how I know him. So, it's like, I don't need a bunch of them. So when I see this, it's like, okay, this one looks good too. It's, or oh, whatever. And the Ray Phoenix matches, because the first Ray Phoenix, I don't think is that great. His figures have gotten better over time too. So like, well, I, I do want them to match. Yeah. So this is a perfect opportunity for t- to get the Death Triangle and their titles. So, so it can actually be a whole trio. 
I wonder what's going to go on with this set because it just says Unrivaled Trio shown. Like, I wonder if this is going to be a three-pack. There's something like a vault logo up in the corner. I don't know if this is going to be like a website exclusive. No, I'm not sure. Well, they all say vault. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, they all yeah do I just wonder if it's going to be – wonder what it's going to be. I don't know. Yeah, and then we saw the debut of some Ring of Honor figures from AEW as well. We had a Brian Danielson, a Young Bucks cease and desist. Fire. I mean, arguably, because we're now seeing pictures of the Bruce because we just know they're going to be in it. Yep. But, I mean, these Bucks are fire. Yep. Like Young Kenny and Kyle, young Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, young Kenny Omega, and a young Claudio Casanoli. Yeah. I mean, these Bucks, I could go on and on about. I mean, these Bucks are prime, like, what hundreds of people were trying to get custom young bucks up like drew oh, Mac, that early was, drew that was early time drew <laughs> early drew mcintyre uh mattel's pop off and those were the bucks um with this and then also i love it the the cease and desist shirt of all shirts um is is gonna be great yeah this is gonna be a fire oh man that that custom era was a time Custom customizers were making bank off of those for sure. Um, it looks like, you know, this should be um, in stock any day. I can't wait. This Wheeler Yuta, Blood and Guts, we talked about it a while ago. That, that's but, not in stock? Um, they got the pictures. They always get this where they post new picture, uh, mock pictures before it's actually like there, there. Okay. People, some people are probably going to be getting it in hand soon. But. Okay. Because I, I, th- I thought it said it in stock. I guess I'm. No, nah, it just says new new mock images. Okay. Because I, I, I've been like checking my email for the Usos email. Like every thirty minutes, <laughs> it's been bad. I'm like, my God, can you just hurry up? Oh, you know why I thought that? Because um, Unmatched Seven got in. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so I think I think we did a good job of controlling ourselves for Christmas. For sure. <laughs> um, I, so. I've been saying actually since Black Friday of last year, with how much stuff was low on Black Friday. I mean. Honestly, since Black Friday of last year, except for like a Walmart exclusive or anything, I don't know if I've bought an AEW figure since. Yeah, I, I mean, haven't. I haven't got one either since Black Friday last year, and that was the Brian, and then um, the Brody Lee in the suit. I still want that, but the thing with that one was when I was about to buy it, like that's when they flipped it to the Chase on ringside. And yeah, fifty bucks. For fifty for bucks, it. and I didn't want the chase. I wanted the regular version. I preferred the red suit. And then when that sold out, it took a while for them to get more. And I still haven't found that in the wild, but that it was on my list, and that'll be, yeah, that'll be the next one I get. Yeah, I I still need I guess everything from that set except Ruby. I got Ruby for ten ships off somebody on uh on the group, but I do. Uh... Is it your second Ruby? No, I just got the one. Okay. Yeah, just got the one. Right, well. Well, but I think I think that that wraps it up for the week. Yeah, it does. You got anything else for me? Guess we'll be back here next week to preview SummerSlam. Sure will. So, if you guys went along went along on the ride with us and looked at these pictures, use code M at Ringside to save ten percent off of your order. For Act 2 Flyer, Eric Trimbicki, I'm Aylor and Lloyd. We'll see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they. Hop on the top rope, about to land with this elbow. Got him now, put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle.